0: Warning, the episode you are about to listen to most likely contains graphic language, details of violence and murder, and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, everybody? Hey, y'all. We are back after a long hiatus. We had a longer than planned (laughs) hiatus, actually, but... We did. We were just having so much fun on vacation. And
1: And it's not that we don't love recording. It's just that we couldn't get home at the same time.
0: Yeah, like that was the longest I haven't seen you in probably like at least the last year and a half. Uh, Yeah, maybe even longer. Yeah, probably. What can I say? I'm mummy dependent, so... (laughs) Still breastfeeding. Yeah. Speaking of which, I... Have way more energy than last time we recorded. So that second trimester energy, that's a thing. So that's awesome. That's you, and I'm nicer. Yeah, you
1: are nicer. Yeah. I,
0: on the other hand, have
1: still <laughs> still have my first trimester bus driver energy. Yeah. So that we, sucks. We keep saying that we're going to record when I have a day off because it would be a
0: lot better, but we never do. So yeah. Well. There's so much to fit in the days all the time, you know? Yep. But it's been a while. So some things we were just talking about what to kind of, you know, recap. Um, Trina. No, nothing. Nothing about Trina.
1: No word on Trina. Lion
0: has been hiking and enjoying. Yeah. So young
1: someone posted uh, on the Facebook page um, the discussion of Trina Hunt someone posted Lion ions all trails app information, which of course shows that he's been hiking all the exact same trails I've been hiking. Yeah, not creepy
0: at all. So, I mean, you probably yeah. don't have anything to worry about because you're not his significant other because some people... Well,
1: and I'm pretty sure I could take him
0: too. Yeah, he looks like a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet mean, I could take him and I'm like, not really that agile these days. The uh, center of gravity I off. think you're pretty agile still. Yeah, okay, I'm not too bad. So, not as
1: bad as yeah, there's that, and then he's been spotted out and around with, um, apparently, the rumor is the woman that he had the affair with that was in the past before he murdered his wife, and this is all hearsay because no one's ever arrested him or anything, so it's all kind of interesting. I think that... It would be nice if we could have some movement, but of course they want to make sure that all of the facts are solid before they charge them with anything so that it sticks, of course.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll keep you guys posted. And it's strange because there's actually another woman missing from our area, my area actually, just not even, like probably 15 blocks away from my house. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's kind of the same situation, so we're waiting for that one to unfold. Her name is Naomi Onatera. Onatera, I Onatera, think. yeah. So, we yeah. Like keep you guys posted again. Same weird, just same weirdness. I think weirdness. she's been missing for about eight days now. Yeah, and she has a new baby, and the husband's super sus, as Kearse would say.
1: Yeah, he um, is very sus.
0: Yeah, so there's that. Another thing we haven't obviously talked to you guys about, because we've been living our best lives on vacation and not... Yeah, I I try to honestly stay off social media as much as possible. So it's kind of like, you know, you go back and then it's like you're hit with all this stuff after a vacation. So you're like, oh, my God. But the residential schools, they kept searching them, like we said. And unfortunately, like we also said, the number, remember when it was like 250 kids and everyone was like, oh, my God, that's horrible. 215, yeah. Yeah, well, now it's over, it's like over 6,500 well, you're just slapping me with that because I haven't even seen that yet, and yeah. so that's terrible and sad. It is, and again, I mean, we have to remember so shameful, super shameful. But I mean, I guess that's making trying to make amends with that. I guess I don't know if our countries they're they're throwing around right, right now. Um, there's a federal holiday coming. It's like the the day of truth, which is I guess what they're <laughs> throwing them to. But but then again, then guess what. It's only for federal employees. So the government's like, <laughs> pretty much like, we're going to give ourselves a holiday to remember the truth and reconciliation. Like, I don't what? understand. But... That's weird. I guess it yeah. will all evolve. I mean, they
1: just had the day of truth and it was broadcast all over the radio, which we talked mm-hmm. about before. Mm-hmm. And I literally spent the whole day crying and it was a super powerful day. And I think that all of us no matter who you are in our country, you need to know the history and you need to know the true history. And that day for me was, I mean, it was so many different powerful things. It was embarrassing. It was horrifying. It was cathartic in a way, like everyone coming to terms and spreading the love and, you Even know, just getting taking responsibility. Yeah. yeah. Getting it out there. On the other hand, to change the subject a little bit, is vaccine passports were just announced a couple of weeks ago, and they have come out today. And social media is getting more and more and more and more crazy with everyone scrapping each other and fighting and people like there was a post that some one of my friends wrote about abortion today, which is another terrible thing that's going on right now.
0: Yeah, you're, the penalty for getting an abortion in Texas right now is longer than if you were to rape somebody. Yeah, so <laughs> that
1: someone had posted about uh, every woman's right to do what they choose to do with their body, which we all agree with. And then someone posted on the comments yeah, what about your right not to get a vaccination? And then that started a great big, huge scrap. And like everywhere I look right now, that's going on. Oh, that's everywhere. It's like a divide. It's it's crazy. Like yeah. what is going on? I mean, since we started talking to you a year ago, I think we're pretty much, aren't we? Almost. Yeah. October yeah. 1st
0: will be a year. Yeah. So. We're coming
1: up to a year of this podcast. Maybe and- we'll go on vacation for the next <laughs>
0: <half> <laughs>
1: month and we'll make we're you guys wait until the 1st. But, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how everything, like, this pandemic, you know, has gone in such extreme peaks and valleys and waves and, like, okay, we're in a pandemic. First one ever. Okay, nobody can go anywhere. Okay, now this, now that. Wear a mask and then now you're getting vaccinated. Now you're free. Oh, now you are got to have a vaccine passport. I feel like
0: if, okay, to make this quick, we'll wrap this up because, you know, it's probably all anyone's ever listening to on Facebook right now anyway. But if they were to say in five years... That these vaccines would be mandate like mandated, I feel like that would be that'd be okay to me because five years there's been research there's there's it's been around long enough you know all this stuff and for them to mandate it I don't disagree with vaccines like I believe one hundred percent in vaccines but the whole forcing someone to do something against their will
1: well it's against your constitutional right yes but again i mean but yeah. the fact that the virus is mutating because half of us are vaccinated and half of us aren't mm-hmm. i mean you see the conundrum that we're in it's like we're trying to fight our way out of a paper bag right now yeah it's
0: crazy and
1: i get it like you're pregnant mm-hmm. and <laughs> uh-huh. yes six months pregnant actually yeah. at this point and it's scary to put on research things in your body when you're carrying your precious cargo oh for sure so anyway we're not going to get too into that because we might end up fucking duking each other in the, <laughs> in the recording Imagine. studio oh, <laughs> just
0: knock you out just for rating. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fuck you mom <laughs> take your fucking vaccine yeah. and shove it up your ass
0: no but the, i mean that's a thing at the end of the day it's i mean it's, choice, it's right? a choice yeah the choice of whether or not you're gonna ever go of your house so. exactly.
1: Anywho, enough anyway, of that.
0: so today we are like you guys know, uh, bringing <laughs> you episode twenty four. Unless
1: it's been so long that you can't remember. You forgot.
0: We hope you had some chances, maybe one or two, to catch up on some of our la- like you know, our older episodes or, you know, we got to give a shout out to Michelle LeBert. Yes michelle listened to like eight she messaged us one day and was like hey ladies i just want to say you know i love your podcast i listened to the first episode good job and we're like we love you michelle thank you so much sorry i suck at texting back so fast i'm i'm just i'm tired a lot but the next day she texts us and she's like oh my fucking god i'm on episode 18 (laughs) we were like oh shit So thank you, Michelle. We love you.
1: I think that uh, Brent BLB and Michelle LaBear should have an arm wrestling contest (laughs) because they're both neck and neck for number one fan right now. (laughs) And I would pay money to see that
0: shit. I would too. If you do. And if you guys know each other, maybe you don't. I don't know. I could hook it up. There you go. Mom's got it.
1: (laughs) Anyway, back to today's episode. Yeah,
0: sorry, sidetracked. We haven't talked to you for a while. So today we are, we're saving, obviously, number 25 is going to be, we're going to do someone big, you know? Mom, <laughs> as I look it's at my, you. It's my Well, we could turns. collectively come up with it and do the, you know, okay, we'll collectively, because well, you know, we like to take turns, but with the big one, we'll team up, like this, we have in the past.
1: This week is Danica's choice. Yes.
0: And... And so today I have chosen to bring you a case that is very, uh, how do you even say? it, it was it's disturbing. A, oh, well, yes, to say the least, which obviously most of our episodes are. But what I was going to say is it was very unexpected, obviously. Um, these people didn't know each other from Adam. What is that? What is that? Yeah. that saying? That's a saying, right? Yeah. Is it from Adam? Yeah. Or from, like, from Adam,
1: like Adam. the person...
0: It's Adam, like Adam and Eve. But like, what do you, you don't you know, don't know from me from Adam?
1: Adam? I don't know.
0: Oh. it's <laughs> like, okay, Brent, you're going to get into the Bible. <laughs> Brent,
1: look it up. Explain. Anyway,
0: it. so, and also the Bible is relevant to this. I know that was often a tangent, but it is. So this is, this is the death of Tim McLean, who was on his way home from work. Um, he worked in another province and... In Canada we had these things called greyhounds. Obviously if you guys are listening and you're in Canada, you know. I think um, greyhounds
1: are in the states too.
0: Are they? I think so. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know really. Like, anyway, um we don't have them anymore, which I don't know if this was a contributing factor to that. Obviously probably not, but um it's yeah. a large coach bus in case nobody knows what we're talking yeah. about.
1: It's a coach bus that drives You can pay
0: like for a ticket and then it just drives you from like one province
1: or to the town next. to town. Or town yeah they stop in between for like smoke breaks and
0: yeah and i mean up until this a greyhound was i mean you'd probably run into a sketchy person once in a while but it was relatively uneventful i don't know if that's um like i
1: used to take the greyhound all the time when i was a kid by myself and i was probably like eight years old what (laughs) yeah and i don't know no one ever worried about me where'd
0: you go (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I used to go from my hometown of Port McNeil to wherever, like, to go visit. At eight? Yeah. My will, mom would I just me. I wouldn't even let me... Keir's
0: play outside of the
1: garage. My mom would just put me on the Greyhound, <gasps> and then I would just go. Just go to, like, Campbell River or wherever. But there uh, were several, different times, different several times. stops in between where I'd get off and go buy shit and go buy <gasps> gum and, like, read oh and talk God. to stra- strangers that were sitting beside me. and met people.
0: No the wonder time. there were so many friends serial killers in the 70s and 80s holy so easy. oh I would have been
1: nine actually because oh that makes
0: it so much I would,
1: better I would have been nine because we lived in Port McNeil and my oh. family was still living in Campbell River God. but it was like a, I found it to be at nine years old quite a convenient a way great to travel character at that age <laughs> since I didn't have any driver's license or yeah. anything I could just hop on and hop on true that would be key I guess yeah. at nine and I don't even know how much it costs because I didn't even have any money back Because you then. didn't even pay for it, no. which is, the, I
0: guess, one of the perks of a nine-year-old on a greyhound.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah. anyway. <laughs> Turns out the greyhound wasn't so
0: safe that no. day. So, this episode is, yeah, episode 24. We, the death of Tim McLean. So, I hope you guys uh, remember what our voices sound like by now because we've mumbled and rambled <laughs> for the last 15 minutes. Sorry. So enjoy the episode. It was July 30th, 2008, when Tim McLean, McLean, right? Yeah. See, it's spelled McLean, but mom says it's McLean. Did you ever see
1: McLean's magazine? They don't call it McLean's. No, mom,
0: I'm not 45 years old. (laughs) I've never seen one of those. Anyway, I know, I know. Anyway. Trust me. He was returning home to Winnipeg, which is in Manitoba, which is like three, three provinces over from us. Yeah. So he was returning actually from Edmonton. So Edmonton is in Alberta. So he was going from Alberta over to Winnipeg, which was where he was from after spending quite a lot of time. I think the last couple years, maybe year two ish, because he was only 22 years old um, working as a carnival worker. So, we like to call them carnies because we were carnies at one point in our lives. Right, Mom? Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You were married to, like, the head carny. But he wasn't, like, a carny carny because if you know carnies, then you're like, ooh. Carnies are cooler than that guy. Yeah, way cooler. This guy was, like, a nerdy carny who owned, like, a inflatables yeah, it's, company. It's a waste. <laughs> it's a waste. <laughs> <We're> not... Anyway. <laughs> Dead that subject. Anyway so tim was returning from working as a carney in a way cooler carnival i'm sure
1: yeah and he really enjoyed himself doing it like he just tried it on a whim because yeah. his friend was doing it and then yeah she was like come it.
0: come do this with me and he was he was pretty uh social guy like he was like to talk to people and it was a good thing you you need to be a social person because i've seen some carnies that are not very <laughs> social and you're like oh you look like a serial killer and you don't talk this is yeah. comforting. Anyway. And you're staring at
1: my tits (laughs) all at the same time. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a triple combo right yeah, there. Yeah, but Tim McLean actually... They... He seemed like he was a nice, like he was
0: a respectful young guy, right? He was, so
1: he seemed very free-spirited. They said he liked to travel
0: around. and Yeah, so it was a perfect job for you. Totally. You get to experience everything. You're getting paid. You hang out with a bunch of like kind of like-minded people, you know? You're
1: actually making me feel like being a carny You should right just now. quit your
0: fucking job and be a carny. I should, yeah. but like a way cooler carny than <laughs> you ever yeah. tried to be before. Not st- Mom used to have a pair of stilts. I don't know what she was <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: actually a balloon twister, which those of you that know me will know, and...
0: Yeah, so anyway, she legitimately was a... on stilts and would twist balloons, but that's for a whole other episode. Yeah. Anyway... If do... there's ever a carnival clown killer that's Gacy. mysteriously missing... No, oh, I know, but... Oh, oh. I was like, a oh new my one. god, number 25! <laughs> anyway, so Tim was on the Greyhound, like we covered earlier. And he was, because it's, like we said, it's cheap. It was easy. It was safe, yeah. Pre-July 30th, 2008. But it was very, it was cheap. It was easy for younger people to kind of get from A to B to C. You know, you could travel pretty far distances. So he was on the 1170 to Winnipeg. So he got on in Edmonton and they drove... And they drove to the town of Erickson. And one man got on the bus in Erickson. And Erickson was in Manitoba, which was getting pretty close to Winnipeg, I believe. It was right out of Port, yeah, Portage La Prairie. That's it. So it was right outside there, right in Manitoba. So they picked up a new passenger and his name was Vince Lee. And that was the night that no one expected that was on that Greyhound for the events that were about to take place. Timothy Richard McLean was born on October 3rd, 1985 in Victoria. And that's so sad because that's your birthday.
1: My birthday is October the 3rd, 1985. And
0: this year it's wrecked because we know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And some other reasons where it's just not, like, going to be the happiest day. Even though, I think it'll be happy. Well, it'll be better than last year because I moved on my birthday last year and split up well, with my boyfriend. Well, this year you're burying your great-grandfather, oh, no. so <laughs> I don't know if it'll be that much better. <laughs> even though, even though he lived a great life. He recently passed away. We forgot to mention that. But, anyway, rest in peace, Papa. But he was, like, he was, like, the best great-grandpa. He just lived his best life. and. Yeah, and he...
1: You know, he was 92 years 92, old, yeah. so yeah. we were
0: really blessed to
1: have him for as long as we did. Yeah, we love you, Papa. Rest in peace.
0: So Tim, like we said, was born on October 3rd. <laughs> and yeah, so he was born in, in Victoria in British Columbia, but he grew up in both Winnipeg and Ellie, Manitoba. He was always, yeah, like I said earlier, he was described as like a really outgoing, social, he had a lot of friends... Um, his parents were separated and remarried. His um, He was really close with his parents. And he recorded his whole life. Like, if you look yeah,
1: at uh, the Fifth Estate on YouTube, there's a whole episode about this case. And he, he had recorded, like, there's so much
0: footage of him. And it's funny because that's, I mean, not to say that 2008 was, like, the medieval era or anything, but if you look at today, like, everyone has a phone where they're recording. This was, like, pre-that. Like, this was, like... He had. He was just recording with a video camera, camera, yeah, recording everything around him, like, just documenting for memories. So it's really cool to see, because you can really see his personality. Yeah, like, his
1: personality looks super, super cool in his videos. Like, he looks fun and bubbly and...
0: Yeah, he looks just very, I don't know, perfect for that job, like, just to be traveling around. And like we said, he loved to travel, so that's, like, a bonus. You get to meet people, and I'm sure, like, it was... You know to meet like girls or you know guys your age like Get that was laid. probably yeah by either or I mean I don't know what, you know so yeah that was probably super fun just a fun job so he was just wrapping up for a little while going yeah. home for a hiatus and he actually just returned not that long before he was in Edmonton he returned to Um, to visit vancouver island and i don't think that he had really been there since he was little little so he didn't really remember because he was saying i really love it here i really hope i can come back here one day like filming it he was on the ferry yeah so unfortunately he never got a chance to come back as we know because like we said earlier they after the trip from edmonton it stopped in erickson which is a town in manitoba and vince lee got on And Vince Lee had actually slept on that bench that he got picked up on um, from the Greyhound for the past 24 hours. So unbeknownst to anybody on the bus, Vince Lee was actually having a psychotic episode. So he was spotted the night before the bus picked him up. So the bus picked him up, I think it was approximately between 6 and 8 o'clock sometime between there that it picked him up. I think in it was around 6, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... And he'd been sitting there since the night before.
0: Yes, with his eyes wide open and sunglasses on, just staring ahead of himself. And so, yeah, I mean, that was probably pretty creepy to see. A kid from the gas station that worked right there said that he watched Vince kind of do some weird stuff before he sat on the bench, but he wrote a sign on his laptop on the back of it, And put for sale $600. So he put it there. And the kid was like, went up to him and Vince, the man on the bench, as the the boy said, asked me if I wanted to buy it. But I said, well, I don't have $600. And he said, well, what do you have? And he said, I have 60 bucks. So he's like, it's yours. Take it for 60 bucks. So obviously, he wasn't making. He was clearly rational. Yeah,
1: like acting
0: a fool well (laughs) that's to say the damn least of what he was about to do so he like I said he was exhibiting strange behavior to people that were I mean the kid was kind of like yeah like he sold me his laptop for 60 bucks like you could tell that it was just something that was just off so um, more about about Vince is he actually was born in Dandong China so he was um, born in 1968 so at the time of this attack he would have been 40 yeah just about 40 years old
1: yeah 40 because it was 2000 yeah
0: so he was he came like he went to the Wuhan um, Institute of Technology and he got a bachelor's degree there and then from 1994 to 1998 he worked in Beijing as a software engineer for computers so eventually on June 11 2001 he came to Canada with his wife with his wife yeah and He seemed like he was a functional member of society.
1: Yeah. Just like, I mean, the only thing is, is that he had a really good job in China. And when he came here, he did not find a really good job. He worked at a lot of menial
0: jobs. And that's sad because that happens a lot to people that immigrate to this country, right?
1: And by everyone's account, he was always, you know, he worked at Walmart and he worked at various stores and stuff like that. But he was always pleasant to work with. He never had any anger issues. He was just like a quiet guy until he started to have a disagreement with one of his co-workers and ended up getting fired from Walmart.
0: And he did have, in 2004, there was like an incident with police. It's not set of like what it was. It doesn't say, but that he had an incident with police. So I think maybe around then is when he started to struggle with his mental health because 2004 after that is kind of, he almost becomes more confrontational, but you see that sometimes in people that come to this country and well, they're they... sick of everyone. Of course, shit. because they're like, fuck you guys. Right. Like, I mean, he, it's hard to go to another country and then, you know, be belittled because you're not from the country well, or even people just are to, assholes. Even
1: just to immigrate to a new country. I mean, I've never done it, but no, but you
0: lived in another country for seven months, not knowing the language. I mean, you knew the language, but you were like,
1: but even just like, yeah, even just going to another country and feeling completely like you're, in a different world because you are you feel like a fish out of water you feel lonely you feel like you don't really know what the fuck's going on because you can't speak the language and i mean all of that plus now you got to work a job that you're you know you're trained to work at a much higher paying job and now you're working at walmart and people
0: are treating you like
1: fucking assholes like you fucking work at walmart yeah yeah
0: Oh, anyway. People are assholes, especially to immigrants and especially to people that come to try to better their lives. It's like, there was a, the best meme I ever heard where it was like, they're stealing our jobs. And it's like, yes, Mohammed, the neurologist is stealing your job, Steve, or something. But anyway, <laughs> Steve, who's people are just well, dickheads. Steve, you're a dickhead. Yeah. We don't really know anyone named Steve, but if I do, you're probably you're a, a dickhead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Vince got on the bus and he was actually wearing sunglasses, which is... Uh, right away, I would be, like, weird. Um, I always love when people wear sunglasses inside or at night.
1: I wear my sunglasses Yeah, yeah.
0: If you're at, like, a rave, like, I can see. But or anyway. high, or, like... Well, yeah, at a rave, you're usually high.
1: Oh, I've never been to one.
0: <sighs> Everybody used to beg me to go to raves with me. <laughs> 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 anyway, so um, he got on the bus with his sunglasses on and he was holding his pack quite close like you could I think visibly because you have to think if you're because what I didn't say sorry I'm all over the place he was actually having um an, uh, obviously this wasn't apparent to anyone around him except for the 16 year old kid that worked at the gas station I'm sure but he was having a clear mental like psychotic break so he was having um more I guess messages from God were being delivered to him that he needed to save the world
1: from aliens. from
0: aliens well from evil. It was like evil at this time. He didn't really know what it was. So he actually went before he went on his trip and bought um, from a hardware store, bought a hunting knife and had it in his backpack with him. So he got on the bus and he sat in the front of the bus more towards the front for the first, I don't know, like hour and a half. He was on the bus till they stopped. Yeah. Then right. they stopped, had like a, um, a food break. Smoke, Smoke break. break, you know, um, and then they got back on the bus. But what happened was Vince continued to walk down the aisle this time looking for a new chair still with his sunglasses on. And it was even darker at this time, but he walked down to the back of the bus and he saw he, he walked past a couple people with empty seats, too. But I guess Tim McLean was in his seat and I. He actually gestured to him and said, like, hey, how are you? Like super Canadian style. You know, he was a nice guy. So I'm never fucking talking to anybody again. P.S. I think I've said that on like four episodes ago. <laughs> like, uh-uh. So anyway, he just, you know, greeted him like a nice friendly guy. And so Vince sat beside him. And obviously in the time, Tim was probably like, Oh, you know, didn't even think about it. Because that's just a very The you, Greyhound's weird yeah. like that too. Exactly. People, there
1: could be like 75 free seats and someone will just come and sit right
0: beside you. Like, it's so weird. I've never taken the Greyhound, but I'll take your word for it. It's true. So after that, the man that was actually sitting right beside Vince, but there was an aisle in between, he was sitting on there with his wife. And they were going back to university, I think it said. So they were taking a trip. They were kind of in their own world, too. And so at that point, he kind of obviously, like how I stated – He was kind of weirded out by Vince with sunglasses and he was holding his backpack like right up under his chin, like nervously, you know, like, Like I don't look in here. Do I have anything in here? You know, and then he said like, he's like, "Okay, if that wasn't weird enough, like then every time he wanted to take a drink, you know, usually people have like a water bottle or, you know, even a bottle of pop, whatever. He had a a two liter jug of pop of iced tea. That he would take out of his backpack. Every time he'd put it back in his backpack. And he would put... Then he would take out a full roll of toilet paper. Place it right under his chin and hold it like with his double chin. I don't know if he had a double chin, but it <laughs> looks like he did on the pictures. Would hold it and drink his two-liter jug. And whilst so
1: they, holding the toilet paper with, with his, his, his double, double chin. With his
0: double chin, his doublé. His doublet. So anyway, we love the word double chin so anyway double, <laughs> double. so if that wasn't weird because that right now if I was sitting beside that I'd be like okay I'm fucking moving seats just from that cause I'd I, be laughing
1: my head off. yeah
0: so two different reactions I would fucking clear clear out of there but Tim was sleeping beside him Tim was like headphones in just sleeping so the bus as it started to get darker the bus started to play Mask of Zorro so all the Passengers are either sleeping, which I don't know if they've ever watched Zorro, because I would be totally awake watching that because I love that movie. And the guy who was obviously already getting the neon orange flags from Vin drinking his two liter with his, I don't know, with his sunglasses on, like, can you picture all of this together? So he's already looking at him suspecting and expecting him to do something crazy because he's already acting a fool. And all of a sudden, he pulls out a fucking hunting knife. Uh, And then the guy's like, what the fuck? Like, he was just looking at him like, no, like, could this get any crazier? Is this real life? I don't even know. Like, you wouldn't even think this was real at that point. No, because he's already the behavior that he's doing is, like, just so strange. And, like, you... You see people do strange shit all the time, but you just usually they have, like, a max capacity of weirdness that happens. And then they take out a fucking hunting knife? Holy oh shit. Oh, my
1: God. Knees
0: to chest, bitch. Like, I'm out of there. Yeah. This guy turns over. Like, he's thinking, like, oh, my God, he's going to fucking launch at me and come at me. He's right beside him, but there's just an aisle, like, which an aisle doesn't take much to get across. But The in- aisle's, like, the same size as... The seat next to you, basically. Yeah. Like nothing. So then, instead of you know, turning to him, he watches him turn to his right to the window side. And he just starts stabbing Tim, stabbing, 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 stabbing. And Tim wakes up, obviously, because he's being stabbed. And he's trying to escape. He's trying to get away from him. Like, and he's been stabbed, like, I think at this point, when the man who is sitting beside him starts yelling he starts he ran he starts running up and down the aisle help help someone's being stabbed someone's being stabbed to death he starts saying so the other passengers some of them have their headphones on right some of them are sleeping so everyone obviously starts to panic and they like you know they're the thing is now you can start to hear the screams from the back of the bus of tim because it's like you're not just being stabbed once or twice and that makes from a dead far. sleep yeah So think about all these people that are on this bus. If you watch The Fifth Estate or you watch any of the interviews with them, like these poor people, like PTSD is this whole, if if nothing else, this whole episode should bring awareness to mental health. Yeah. Because everything about this episode is fucking crazy. I don't know if that's insensitive to say.
1: It is a little insensitive, but. No, but I don't even mean like the mental health.
0: Right. Like the mental health. It, it just... Anyway. So, he starts stabbing Tim. Tim wakes up. Tim tries to get over him. And by this point, now they're trying to just clear the bus. Clear the bus, right? Everyone run. Everyone run as fast as you can away. So, this guy goes back to get his wife because he left her there. Oh, my
1: God. I know.
0: And it was just kind of like, I need to save everyone. He just got out of there. And a lady with her two young sons is right there. Oh. Right? So... Anyway, they get everybody off the bus, and, I mean, he said... The man, The way this man explained it is Tim tried to climb over Vince and fell into the aisle. And so this man said, I couldn't help him anymore. He was already going to... He was pretty much too far gone. He was already dead. He was. Or he was stabbed at this point over 60 times.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So he tried to help everyone else get off the bus. They got off, and then they just he just continued to stab and that's another thing too i mean you hear that acts of we've talked about it before when you're in an act of passion a fit of rage like you know if you or know a someone break. or a psychotic break because usually the only reason you get so up close and personal with someone is because they've you know they've harmed you they've 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 wronged you they there's yeah, a, a passion, passion right but this was just a fucking psychotic episode and it happened to be that Tim McLean was the victim, and it was really sad. He did nothing to, you know, even wrong place, egg wrong the time. On. Yeah, one hundred percent. If that is, if this is wrong place, wrong time, this is the one. So anyway, everybody ran off the bus, and
1: the um, bus driver managed to call, or maybe one of the passerby's called the police. And the police were aware that there had been a stabbing on the Greyhound mm-hmm. bus, but that's kind of all they knew. Yeah, they didn't
0: really know. And and honestly, like, I'm surprised there probably wasn't more reported stabbings on a Greyhound. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure, like, people fighting on a Greyhound, I'm sure that's happened, right? But nothing to this extent. So, obviously, unprovoked attack. They were strangers to one another. There was nothing, you know, no ties. And so... All these people are pulled out on the side of the road. They're obviously in, in shock and dismay. Like, what the fuck is going on? We're all... Especially getting woken up from a sleep when you're traveling like that. Imagine, like... Oh. That's just so scary. And so um, a, a truck driver pulled over and they were like, please help us. There's a man on the bus and he's stabbed another man to death. And he's on the bus. We, you know, and so this guy gets like a big metal pole and him and another guy go and they try to go up to pretty much stop him stop Vince but at that point they just were like he Vince was leaned over and he was cutting the head off of Tim so this guy obviously again you're coming you're not even in the bus you're coming from being pulled over to being like what's going on you're thinking maybe it's a flat tire maybe it's something like that you know you're not expecting that and this guy comes up to to the door of the bus with a knife in one hand a blank ass look on his face. I don't know if he was still wearing his sunglasses, and a head of the head of Tim McLean in his hand. So this guy right to the double doors, the glass. Yes, doors. right to the doors. So that happened, and the first call they got was eight thirty. The police. Yeah. Eight thirty p.m. So this didn't happen within very long of Eric or of stopping in an Erickson and picking up Vince Lee. So after that they didn't they, they thought best we should just keep him in there and protect ourselves until the police get here right okay that i can understand because they're scared they don't yeah know that, because- right and they're civilians right yeah. the police came and by this time vince had not only cut off pieces of tim's body like his head and other parts of his body but he started to cannibalize them so he started to eat them And everybody, because it's not like you can just look away, really. That's like this. You're on the side side of the the road in the middle of nowhere. On the Trans-Canada Highway in the prairies, which is probably like... The flattest fucking (laughs) place on the planet. And this bus is lit up and the man is walking up and down, taunting with a complete straight face with someone who you were just a passenger on the bus with his head in his hands. And now he's eating his eyeballs And eating his heart heart and his tongue and all these different parts of him, he is eating them. So, like we stated, there were children on this bus. There were older people on this bus. There were regular-ass regular people on this bus. Every single person on this bus must have the worst PTSD from seeing something like that. Ugh. I have PTSD from talking about it. Right, You have tired SD from even. It's making this like crazy. Like, to even think about that, right? Like you're sleeping and you're, w- you know, it's like if you get in a car accident when you're sleeping in the car, that would be really scary. But like you're waking up to someone on a bus saying like, this man's stabbing another man to death for no reason it's a it's so scary especially it's like it's worse than a nightmare that you would have if you had the worst nightmare yes exactly and you just don't wake up from it so after that the police arrived took them a little while but they got there and they didn't like this is what I can't wrap my head around I know police I try to give you the benefit of the doubt once in a while but you had the SWAT team was there, like the tactical team. Yeah, they should have just. And sh- they literally let Vince defecate. Is that is that shit? shit <laughs> no, yeah. that's not what I mean. Um, desecrate, desecrate. There you go. This pregnancy brain. Desecrate Tim, Tim's body, for four hours. They let him walk around and, like I said, consume body parts of his. For four hours. They could have fucking tear gassed this motherfucker. Or shot him in the head. Well, anything. Yeah. Right? It's just so fucked up. And and, and again, I understand mental health because this, obviously this episode ends in really obviously seeing that mental health is a big part of this, but you don't think that, like, they shoot people for no fucking reason all the time. they did taser
1: him in the end. They tasered him Oh, when he tried to,
0: so then he tried to get out the back window and then they went for it. But it's like, bust in that bitch. He just has a hunting knife. Like, obviously if you're a sleeping man beside him, okay, you're not expecting that. You can't defend yourself properly. But if you send him ten officers in there with shields and fucking tear gas and rubber bullets, even real bullets, kill this motherfucker in the moment, right? He's eating another man's body parts like fucking light them up yeah they've they have killed people police have killed people for way less than that so Which is, they... i don't justify that obviously but like you know like i'm saying <laughs> this like this episode has a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of stuff there. no
1: but you know what i mean like they know i 100% agree with you that yes they should have stopped and interceded what he was doing way ahead oh yeah
0: four hours like his poor family yeah interceded i was like well yeah too i don't know i just went with it so Sometimes I don't know.
1: so when they did finally get him then what they
0: so they tased him like you said because he tried to escape out the back window which i don't know where he thought he was going because you well he was
1: delusional
0: 100 percent. yeah i know that so god was telling him all these things so they brought him back to uh, portage La Prairie. And had him in like a psych psychiatric unit there, and
1: but in the meantime, before they put him in the psychiatric unit, when they were checking him out, he had body parts in his oh pockets. yeah in his pockets.
0: So that's as he was getting checked in. Yeah, yeah, he had body parts in his
1: pockets. Like the tongue, Tim's tongue, and
0: like yeah, he it was really fucked up. So maybe if they had stopped him sooner, he wouldn't have had time to put anything in his fucking pockets. Like just light that bitch up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway really just the judgment call there I'm not 100% happy with, so. And th- thoughts go out to Tim's family, because imagine not only hearing that your son was stabbed to death on a public transit, but, but then, then he, he was, was defiled like that. Yeah. yeah. So, and
1: Tim's parents, weren't they, wasn't his mom hosting a dinner when they heard about it?
0: Well, they expected that Tim, oh, you know, Tim, without inc- incident, incidents, going to be home. He's just taking the Greyhound from, from Edmonton. He'll be home tonight, whatever. And he's a 22-year-old man, so They, yeah, she went on with her dinner, had some like friends of the family and stuff over and, you know, they actually said some, like a prayer because she's like, oh, did you hear about that horrible attack? Someone said, did you hear about that horrible attack on the greyhound? And she said, "Oh no, you know they had a prayer and they said some nice words about him, about the victim, not knowing
1: that it was their kid." Yeah,
0: and then the next day, her ex husband called and said it was Tim. Tim was the one in the Greyhound attack. He's he's deceased; like he's passed away. So, just all of it, and then again,
1: even fathom any of it. No, and
0: again, the whole like being stabbed by a stranger—crazy being stabbed and cannibalized by a stranger when you're just minding your own business and especially knowing you would know your child and know you know he's a nice guy he's not confrontational oh, he's and not it's your baby exactly so yeah so that must have just been all kinds of fucked up mom you got a dog big dog too I do he's pretty big he's over hundred pounds you ever take him anywhere and get like super stinky and like <laughs> every single at least second day well good I'm glad I'm not alone that my dog likes to roll in the stinkiest stuff at the park so for those long stinky car rides home I just started using first sense dog dry shampoo I also started using it and it's awesome it's a lifesaver so, it is. I know how much I love dry shampoo to use on my own greasy hair. So, if you need it for your dogs, freshen them up. First Sense, they're on Instagram, Facebook, and go to www.firstsense.ca. Perfect. First Sense, say goodbye to those stinky car rides home. After that, Vince was clearly mentally ill, but he was medicated like they medicated him over the next couple days so he obviously was having lucid is it lucid where yeah yeah. like he was he was back to kind of reality and he kept asking them when they're gonna kill him when would like give me the death penalty I want to die yeah because he because he's not his right self yeah so he obviously He didn't even think that what he did was right. Like, he knew it was wrong. He knew right from wrong.
1: But at this point, God was telling him in his mind to protect humanity. Yeah, you need to kill
0: this person. Someone just said to him, you need to kill this person. Obviously, again, Mental Health 101, those are delusions. So later when you're feeling... I I almost think about it in when you're... I don't know if anyone's ever gotten blackout drunk and gotten violent. Because I haven't. But if you... (sighs) If you do that, the next day, because you can kind of, it's almost like you remember, but you don't it's like remember. It's it's dream. It is. It's like it's a dream and someone's controlling your body. I wonder if that's what it'd be like, because the next day you wake up feeling so guilty. Obviously, that's the depletion of your serotonins from the alcohol because alcohol is a depressant. But waking up, because same with when you're having a psychotic episode. Right. I like, can't,
1: I, that's what I also liken it to. Like, I just imagine like you wake up in the morning and then it all comes flooding back that you, something happened, but you don't really, you have a terrible feeling. And then you realize. And imagine waking up happened. in the
0: psychiatric ward of the police, like detachment. It's not, you know, so that in itself must be scary. And then again, thinking that he was completely like, no, kill me. I, if I did that, take me out like he was like lap me out bitch like he was saying the same thing basically he kept saying please you and he's from china so he's probably thinking like no please kill me like if i did that to someone in china to be dead yeah right if you did that to someone in the united states you'd be dead but for criminals luckily we don't have the death penalty so you're not going anywhere anytime soon we don't even really have anything. no hey come up here commit a crime just kidding again don't do that we like to joke, but it's no laughing matter.
1: We can't go down there now anyway, but they can come here. So yeah. Awesome.
0: So Lee's trial commenced on March 3rd, 2009. So, because obviously he didn't agree. He didn't want to plead not guilty. He wanted to plead guilty because he said, my hands are the ones that did that. I did this. So he was completely forthcoming. Like, obviously I didn't do this in my right mind, but I still feel like I should be punished for it. Yeah. Which I mean, there's this one's a big, either agree or you disagree because again, if you know anything about mental health, it's, it's just like if you get your heart checked, if something's wrong with your heart, it's an organ, your brain's an organ, right? If something's wrong with your brain, that just happens to be the organ that runs your whole body and the thought process. So if something's fucking wrong with that, you're You're fucked, bud. You're fu- yeah. There you go. To quote the trailer park boys. You're fucked, bud. Yeah. So this means that obviously by this time he accepted that he wasn't gonna get he was crazy. So he was like, Okay, you know what? I was having a, a psychotic episode. So he went with his lawyer's advice and he pled not guilty. By not criminally mental... responsible. So I think when they're trying to word it to him, they're saying, you know, you did do it. But criminally, you're not responsible because it wasn't really you that did it. It was mental you. defect, exactly. So yeah, he w- he pled not guilty, not criminal responsible not criminally responsible on account of mental disorder. So obviously, like we said, that means that he accepted the offense, but that he wasn't able to form the necessary mental element yeah. or mens mens rea, which means you know mens rea is the mental element of a person's intention to commit a crime. So yeah. he wasn't.
1: I mean in his brain at that moment he was fighting for all of humanity. Yeah. He was killing evil. Yeah. Because his brain was askew because of his mental illness.
0: I mean, we know Tim was innocent and and you know was not evil, but the mental health is mental the mental power of your brain when it's has a defect is very strong. Yeah. <laughs> and you can make yourself believe anything. So obviously, yeah, that happened.
1: So he got off.
0: Yeah, actually, it was um, a psychiatrist that said that Lee performed the attack because he was hearing voices that he believed that were from God, telling him to destroy the demon that was sitting beside him. So either that or he would be killed. So it was like a life or death thing. So the judge, um, he accepted it and he ruled that Lee was not criminally responsible for the killing. And Lee was sent to Selkirk Mental Health Center so he was in the mental health center getting help for his mental illness
1: how long was he there for
0: um well on june 3rd 2010 lee was granted supervised outdoor walks within his mental health facility
1: so that's like two years not even
0: yes and then 2011 uh two passengers which i am surprised that all the passengers didn't do this filed a lawsuit against him, Greyhound, and the RCMP because they these motherfuckers let them sit there for four hours and watch oh. someone do all this stuff. So they were each seeking $3 million in damages, but they actually, both of them, dropped their lawsuit against them, which, I don't know, they must have gotten, like, some kind of smaller payout or something because yeah. that's crazy. So also in 2011, which is, what, three years after the attack? The National Post reported that Vince had been granted temporary passes that would allow him out of the hospital and to go in and visit the town of Selkirk. So at this point, he would be supervised by a nurse that would come with him or a peace officer, which sometimes they hire just police officers to go and like just pretty much be your security. So he said that, remember how he said that in 2004 is when he kind of like went off the rock, went off his rocker kind of thing. That's when he said in one of his interviews with one of his psychiatrists that he started hearing voices in 2004. That's around the time he started to hear God's voice talking to him. So
1: I think if you start hearing voices, no matter what, even if you think they're real, mm -hmm. yeah, you have to be
0: divulgent of that. Yeah, so by 2014, Lee was allowed to have unsupervised visits through Selkirk, And they started up to 30 minutes, and they expanded eventually to full day trips. So he also was allowed to have supervised visits a little bit further away to, like, Winnipeg, and he would go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So in July of 2014, one of the police officers that came was one of the first responders that first arrived. He committed suicide. Oh. And it's because he said that his family stated that he suffered such bad post-traumatic stress disorder. So,
1: Oh, he probably felt bad. Like, he sat there for four hours. They didn't know what to do. Like, everyone was paralyzed by fear. It was Yeah, it
0: was horrible. It was, like, so... Because you're still, like, what the fuck? You're just on the side of the highway yeah, in, like, like I said, in Manitoba. Oh, my God. That shit gosh. doesn't happen, you know? So, by 2015, Lee was given unsupervised day passes to Vin- visit Winnipeg. So, now he didn't even need to have anyone with him as long as he carried his functioning cell phone. And by May 8th, 2015, Lee was granted passes to group homes in the community. So he wasn't even living in, which, okay, one side of me, A, that's the part and the criminal justice system where we bring them back into society and we rehab them and reintegrate them so that they can live a normal life, right? Other side of me says okay what if he forgets to take his meds and he fucking does the same thing well,
1: or the meds stop working properly yeah or which whatever. happens your yeah. chemical balance
0: in your brain can no, change I know. so by 2016 it was reported that once vince lee had legally changed his name which i got a kick out of this one to will baker so will baker was seeking to leave his group home and to live independently And he won the rights to live alone on February 26th upon the Criminal Code of Recommendation and the Review Board. So they said that he was good to go. So by 2017, the Review Board ordered Lee be discharged. So Vince Lee was discharged and granted an absolute discharge. There's no legal obligations or restrictions, and he can just live free as Will Baker in the community.
1: If anyone is dating online and happens to run into Will Baker. Who has a really
0: thick Chinese accent. Might just want to avoid. Avoid that altogether. But yeah. <laughs> we're going to say. So yeah. So rest Whoa. in peace, Tim, because that was really oh, sad. And- it's such a waste.
1: Like Tim McLean looked like such a nice young man. And I would have considered myself lucky to have known him. Yeah, me too. I never did.
0: And it was really cool. If you guys get a chance, go on YouTube and type in Tim McLean, and you'll see the Fifth Estate did a special on him. We love the Fifth Estate. The guy's voice is really Canadian. Love it. It's really soothing. But he, like we stated earlier in the episode, he does some videos of himself, and you can just really kind of get a good idea of who he was. Yeah, you get a really
1: warm vibe from him for sure. Yeah, we dedicate
0: this episode to you, Tim, and we. You know, I'm kind of glad that they don't have greyhounds anymore. Cause, to be honest, every time I would even see greyhound, I'd be like, "Oh my god,
1: they what have that? different
0: ones." They're just Yeah, called it's called Quick something shuttle. else. Yeah. So, but just you know the what? Same greyhound with the sign painted over. Yeah, but they uh, even in Coquitlam they knocked down the greyhound oh. station. So, but you know, it was like a bad omen. So, well, Baker, if you're out there listening. I hope you're not, because I don't want supporters. I mean, you know. You um, know what? I
1: don't even want to think (laughs) about Will Baker
0: hearing my voice right now. No, he doesn't deserve. I think that they maybe. Catch me outside, Will Baker. How about that? Ooh, shit. Mama's bad baby today. (laughs) But yeah, so mental health uh, 101 obviously we know the mind is a powerful thing so and
1: i think you know we're all responsible when our mental health starts to slide a little bit uh there's no shame in the game you need to get some help and yeah, and if
0: same with noticing people around you especially right now we're in a time where a lot of people are struggling with their mental health i think
1: everyone is struggling with their mental health right now well why are you so defensive <laughs> it's not even a joke because no i actually kind of am struggling
0: with my mental health because everybody is everyone is everyone's
1: fucking scrapping each other on social media you guys stop it yeah start making start meditating not
0: war Ooh, tell him john lennon yeah (laughs) but anyway we really think that you guys should all start meditating and smoke extra pot for me right now because you know? She's six months pregnant. Yeah, so maybe that's why I have so much energy.
1: Uh, could be. Could be. Yeah, you're right. I have been um, really aghast and horrified by this episode. Me too. Just because like, I feel the one thing that gets me is that... I could probably name two. Well, <laughs> the, the thing that gets me the, the most is that anybody can have a mental break at any oh, time. Oh, 100%. This could
0: be... I could be Will Baker right now. You don't well, know. I, oh, God. Well, I mean, oh, yeah, I hope you target strangers also. But cause... you
1: know what I mean? Like, we don't ever know and we can't, I mean, as terrible as it was and is and the whole thing, I mean, that could just as easily be one of well, us. Well, it could be it anybody. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So watch out for your friends. Watch out for your family, your loved ones. Um, there's some weird shit going on in the world right now. People are going missing. How'd your
1: wife. how your your kids
0: yeah in the wise words of that guy with the bandana on that one meme (laughs) hide your wife hide your kids
1: they're killing everybody
0: out here here. so
1: i am glad that we are back together me too and i can't believe it's almost been a year since we started this whole shit show i know and this weekend our podcast yeah oh yeah and uh we are not going to take any more holidays until this weekend.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, at least we're going to record this right before the weekend. So we'll go have a nice weekend. And then you won't hear from us for two weeks. But we will we be. We fucking
1: promise to yes, be back. we with promise. With the best episode 25 you motherfuckers have ever heard in your life. Oh, tell up, mama. For yeah. two more weeks from now. <laughs> and... We don't know what we're cooking yet, but it's gonna be fucking tasty.
0: Yeah, and if you wanna book <laughs> mom's balloon twisting skills on she doesn't she no longer has her, her <laughs> I still so can't believe that you got stilts one year. Was that for your birthday?
1: I think it was Christmas, but oh, I Oh, just as do exciting.
0: It. Just kidding everybody, she quit that shit long ago. Even though it might even be better than nanotose, you ever need some money.
1: Uh, what about Nanito Balloon Twister? That, what if
0: you could, if you could balloon twist with your feet, you'd probably make so much money. I heard naked. that they
1: were, uh, stopping No, OnlyFans.
0: no. Apparently the, the banks didn't agree with the morale, oh. but I think they've gotten over that because, I don't know.
1: I'd like to start a petition and, well, it's actually just a poll, not a petition.
0: So Wrong let warning. us know what you think. You're uh, just used to. Yeah,
1: no, I would just like to know. Uh, If you guys could let me know what you would think of me starting an OnlyFans (laughs) called Nana's Toes, whether you think it'd be worth it or not. You have
0: two grandchildren now, almost. Yeah, so I'm like... You're double Nana. Real
1: fucking, oh, shiz Nana now. There you go. Anyway, um, I love you, and I'm happy to see you in our recording studio And I love you,
0: too. It was a while. I missed you, even though I talked to you on FaceTime almost every other day. Yeah. Still. Even though you grew large while you were gone. Thanks. Carlos calls me large and in charge. I'm like, you should probably not call me that yet. Well, you will be soon. Yeah, well. He has to push me up when I sit up, so that's fun. I get winded walking to the bathroom. That's (laughs) fun. So we love you guys, and we will be back with episode 25, which will fall right around our one year anniversary ish.
1: And that's my birthday! Woo! You didn't catch it when you said Tim McLean's birthday was October 3rd, 1985. I said, yeah, my birthday's also October 3rd, 1985. Oh, God, no. Anyway, (laughs) Child Bride signing out here, and uh, I hope everybody stays safe and manages not to fucking scrap anybody on Facebook, and um, if you're going to go to a restaurant and you're not vaccinated, then you better go before Monday. Yeah, because you are not
0: allowed to do anything
1: now after if you're not we vaccinated to fast
0: food restaurants oh cool that's yeah. exciting mm-hmm. i'm gonna be extra large anything that
1: does not serve alcohol oh or have sit down
0: oh yeah. perfect so all right
1: can. and they do have a grace period for 10 days cool where you could just be like oh i forgot my passport <laughs> i
0: forgot to get vaccinated
1: <laughs> okay oh. everyone take it easy
0: this has been murder with my mother where i talk murder with my mother bye guys bye